Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a federal law which provides a stiff jail sentence for anyone found tampering with other person's mail. If this law were strictly enforced, 90% of all husbands would wind up in San Quentin and their wives in Tehachapi Prison. And Chester A. Riley would be one of the first to go. Oh, what's that you got there, Riley? Oh, just the mail. Well, I can see that, but who from? Oh, the usual from all our loyal friends. Southern California Gas Company, the Pacific Telephone and Telegraph Company, <laughs> Department of Water and Power. <laughs> I don't know why they waste stamps like that. They ought to know by now we don't pay no attention until we get a final notice. <laughs> With a threatening P.S. from the president. Personal. Is there any mail for me, Daddy? No, no, nothing for you, Bez. The only mail we ever get in this house is bills. Hey, yeah, uh, here's a letter that looks personal. Who's it for? That's for you, Peg. Wait a minute, I'll open it. Give me that! Yeah, what's the big idea grabbing it out of my hand like that? Where's your manners, Peg? My manners? You have no business opening my mail. Why not? You open mine. Well, that's different. All you ever get's bills. This letter's personal. <laughs> You're my wife. A wife shouldn't have secrets from her husband. I know, but a letter is supposed to be private. Well, okay, keep your letter. I don't even care to know what's in it. Fuss she makes over a measly letter. <laughs> well, for heaven's sake. Who's it from, Mother? <laughs> you never guess. Who is it? Now, just a second. Let me finish this. <laughs> well, don't bother telling me because I ain't interested. Heard <laughs> 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 her secrets. <laughs> Way she acts, you think she had a secret lover. <laughs> secret lover, that's a laugh. <laughs> oh, 
Now, look, Peg, you better tell me what's in that letter. Well, now, I don't know if I should. I demand that you tell me this minute. Now, just a minute. I don't like your tone of voice. Well, I don't like yours. Are you going to tell me what's in that letter? No. I was, but I won't now. Okay. If that's your attitude, I got one last thing to say. Don't tell me. She must have hit it someplace. I wonder. What are you looking for, Daddy? Thank you. Uh, nothing. Nothing. What gave you the idea I'm looking for something? What else would you be doing on your knees with your head stuck up the chimney? <laughs> Trying to see how the weather is outside. Oh? Why don't you look through the window? Because I ain't corny. Can a guy stick his head up his own chimney in his own house? It's a free country. Do I have to be looking for something? <laughs> you won't find it there. No, I guess not. Not that I'm looking for anything. But if I was looking for something, it wouldn't be there. Do you, uh, do you know where I can find it? Find what? Whatever it is I'm not looking for. <laughs> I mean... Oh, it's no use kidding you, Babs. Did, uh, did, did your mother tell you what's in that letter? No. Not even who it's from? No. She's got it hid somewhere. It's probably in the bedroom. Listen, Babs, do you think that uh, maybe you could snoop around and, and then... Oh, I couldn't do that. Jeepers, Daddy, how can you even ask me? Why not? Well, it isn't right to snoop around like that in Mother's things. Well, what's wrong? She's not a stranger. She's my wife. <laughs> I know she's your wife, but she's entitled to some privacy. Where do you get them radical ideas? <laughs> now, look, Babsy, it's such a little thing I'm asking you to do. I, I do it myself, only if your mother ever caught me, she'd blow her top. And you're afraid. I am not. Only who wants a wife without a top? <laughs> I wouldn't blame Mother if she was furious. If I ever found my husband trying to me read my private mail, I'd do something drastic. I'd, I'd leave him. Now, just a minute, Miss Riley. Remember, I'm your father, and I'm entitled to some respect. So is Mother. Well, that's right. And I respect her. I'll go even further. I ain't like some of the guys I know when it comes to their wives. I ain't afraid to say it. I love my wife. And I'm spending my life making her happy, supporting her, being good to her, and protecting her from trouble. I don't take my wife for granted. She ain't just a hunk of furniture to me. She's a human being. And I'm interested in everything she does. Like her ironing, her marketing, her backache. And her mail. <laughs> okay, you brought the subject up. So, uh, look, Babs. You get that letter from me and there'll be something in it for you. Five dollars. You're offering me a bribe of five dollars. Yeah. That's disgusting. But that's all the dough I've got. <laughs> the entire subject is absolutely repulsive to me. What do you mean, I'm repulsive? I'm absolutely shocked. Yeah, but Babs... I, I don't can... care to discuss it further. Now, Babs, wait, wait. So I'm repulsive. She gets more like her mother every day. Well, what's the matter, Pop? The older I get, the less I understand women. Junior, maybe you can help me. Well, sure, Pop. What do you want to know about women? <laughs> I don't mean that. 
Girls are so unreasonable. I asked Babs to do a little favor for me, and naturally, to show my appreciation, I offered her a tip. She called it a bribe. Now, you're a boy, Junior. You're, you're different. If I, if I asked you to do this little thing and offered you the same tip I offered Babs, you'd do it, wouldn't you? Well, sure, Pop. Not a boy. Here's the dollar. <laughs> you offered Babs five. I heard you. Junior, I'm shocked. That was a private conversation. You had no business listening. If there's one thing I can't stand, it's a snoop. You can't stand a snoop. Pa. I ain't no snoop. Maybe, maybe that letter will... Well, maybe it's one of those tricky advertisements. They, they try to sell a vacuum cleaner to some poor, unsuspecting woman. First thing you know, your mother's through cleaning the house by noon. She's got nothing to do. She starts playing the horses with the house money. <laughs> You come home from school, weak from hunger. Is there food on the table? No. Paramutual tickets. <laughs> Junior, we gotta save your poor mother. I'm sorry, Pop. No dice. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I never figured those kids were so honest. <laughs> they certainly don't get it from me. Oh, hi, Gillis. Nothing, nothing. What gave you the idea I'm looking for something? What else would you be doing with your head stuck in the incinerator? <laughs> you got a body in there? Well, what if I have? It's a free country. I mean, listen, mind your own business, Gillis. Okay, okay. What's eating anyhow? Well, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to lose my voice like that. I'm in a rotten mood. Honest, Gillis, sometimes I wonder why us men ever have children. What do you want to have, puppies? <laughs> It's no laughing matter. Kids of today ain't got no gratitude. You take beds. I ask her to do a little snooping for me. I'm even willing to give her a small bribe and she wouldn't do it. Well, you want to snoop around? Do your own dirty work. Ah, the heck with it. Probably nothing to the letter anyway. I don't care if Peg never lets me see. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tell me more about this here Satan letter. Well, Peg got a letter this morning and she wouldn't let me read it. She grabbed it out of my hand. Uh-huh. Wouldn't, let, wouldn't tell me who wrote it or anything. Uh-huh. And she acted very funny when she read it. How funny? Well, I don't know, funny. Like one of them silly, flirty schoolgirls. You know, a croquette. <laughs> you should have heard her. <laughs> if I was you, I'd get hold of that letter right away and find out who sent it to Gillis, you don't think... I mean that some guy is... No. No, not Peg. Not my wife. Don't you kid yourself. Your wife, my wife, they're only women. They're only made of flesh. Of course, my wife is made of a little too much flesh. <laughs> but I still wouldn't trust her. Well, I trust my wife. We've been married 18 years, and she never looked at any other man except me. Sure. And then one fine day, she takes a look and finds out what she's been missing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, I got nothing to worry about. After all, I got looks, ain't I? I got charm, ain't I? I got brains, ain't I? I got... I got... I got to find that letter. I don't know, Riley. Looks like it ain't here. Well, 
I ain't giving up, Gillis. It must be. We looked everywhere. Maybe she tore it up. Not that letter. She wouldn't tear that up. Hey, I bet I know where it is. Where? Well, the way I figured, if there's really something in this letter, she wouldn't leave it laying around in a drawer where any crooks like us could find it. No, that figures. But she wouldn't carry it around on her either. Well, where would she put it? Where does a woman put anything? In her purse. Yeah, her purse. There it is on the bed there. Well, what are we waiting for? No, 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 no. Wait a minute, Gillis. Going through a drawer is one thing, but snooping in your wife's purse, I, I don't know. What's wrong? She'd do the same to you if you had a purse. I don't know. I don't she know. goes through your pants' pockets, don't she? Well, yeah, but only when I'm wearing them. <laughs> okay, if you don't want to know what's in that letter... No, no, wait a minute. No. Okay, okay we'll do it. She's got no right keeping secrets from me. Well, here, look. Here's the place. Open it. No. No, that I wouldn't do. Open my own wife's purse. I ain't sunk that low. You do it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Holy smoke, look at all that junk in there. How we ever find anything? Let's go through it real careful. Yeah, okay. Let's see now. Compact. Lipstick. Comb. Mirror. Nail file. Half a chocolate bar. Safety pin. Buttons, thread, punch, <coughs> needle, <laughs> keys, bubble gum, tweezers, one earring, <laughs> stamps, aspirin, bobby pins, bus transfer, <laughs> nail polish, ration stamps, <laughs> ration stamps. Handkerchief, fountain pen, dental floss, library card, pencil, manicure scissors, kid's picture, bottle opener, blue jay corn plaster. <laughs> she never told me she had a corn. <laughs> She's got more secrets lately. Phone bill, raffle ticket, recipe, shoehorn, garter, address book, change purse, emery stick. Change purse? 10, 20, 30, Paper clip, a peppermint lifesaver, and that's all. Well, I guess it ain't in here. Well, now let's look in the lodge compartment. <laughs> Wait, Alonzo. Uh, let's see. Marriage license, headache tablets, weight card, 140. <laughs> Claims she only weighs 132. <laughs> Rye crisp, saccharine tune, <laughs> laundry ticket, a letter, bank book. The letter, the letter, that's it. Huh? Oh, yeah, give it to me. Hurry up, bring it, I give better, I give better. My dear sweet darling. No, no, this can't be it. That's it, that's it. Boy, are you lucky. Go on, read the rest, I can't stand it. 
I couldn't sleep all last night thinking of you. Oh, my darling, you're so beautiful. How I want to hold you in my arms and kiss you and kiss you and kiss you. Yeah, 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 go on, go on. Oh, my darling little honey bun. My little sugar cake. My little lollipop. This guy's got a sweet tooth. Oh, Gillis, I don't know. Go on, meet the rest. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Oh, my sweet precious. I worship you. I cannot live without you. Good night, my love. And a thousand kisses from Boopsie. <laughs> Boopsie? Boopsie? Boopsie. Who's Boopsie? I don't know. It's just signed Boopsie. <laughs> oh, Gillis, hold my hand. <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon will bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. In Texas on the Rio Grande, their cowboys have a favorite brand. They serve it at your local bar. Sing out, partner for PBR. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon, Beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Prove it yourself with a three-way expert's test. One, your eyes are pleased with that Blue Ribbon clearness and sparkle. Two, your nose is teased with the aroma of Blue Ribbon hops. Three, your taste agrees. Finest beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. And now back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Peg, I want to talk to you. Well, later, Riley. Right now. Peg, I never thought this would happen to us. We've been married 18 years. We've been through all kinds of tough times together. We were more than just man and wife. We were friends. <laughs> what are you talking about? Come to the point, will you? I'll come to the point, all right. I ain't one of those guys beats around the bush. No hemming and hawing. No dilly-dallying. With me, it's put up or shut up. I got something to say, I come right out with it. Wham! Short and sweet and to the point. No yatta-da, 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 yatta-da for me. Oh, Riley, for heaven's sake, All right, all right. I want to know one thing. Who is Boopsy? What? Now, don't try and play dumb, because I'm better at that than you are. You know who Boopsy is. It's right here in this letter in black and white. Now, who is he? Chester Riley. You read that letter. You bet I read it. You actually went to my purse and took that letter. Now, wait. If there's any yelling to be done around here, I'll do it. You went snooping in my purse. That's the lowest, meanest, most despicable now, thing I've ever... Now, hold it, Peg. If there's any insulting to be done around here, I'll do it. Are you going to tell me who this Boopsy is? I don't want to talk to you. Not after you opened my purse. I did not open your purse. You didn't? I got my best friend, Gillis, to do it. <laughs> you, you, don't you talk to me. Just a minute. If there's no talking to be done around here, I'm the one who won't do it. <laughs> who is this Boopsie? Where did you meet him? What's his real name? 
What right has he got sending you letters like this, calling you honey bun, sugar cake, lollipop? I've been married to you 18 years, and I never got that fresh. <laughs> Peg, you better tell me his real name before this goes any further. Who is he? Okay, don't tell me. I'll find him myself. And when I do, I'll tear him apart with my bear's hands. I'll break him in a thousand pieces. Don't think I won't. I ain't scared. No jury will ever convict me. I'll plead insanity and I can get a hundred witnesses to prove it. Boopsie. Boopsie. Who can he be? Oh, that Boopsie will drive me to my grave. That's the first time I've ever been called Boopsie. <laughs> oh, it's you. It is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> what are you doing around here, Digger? I'm on my way to attend a meeting of the UEPEWC. U-E-P-E-W-C? The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Pallbearers, Everybody's Welcome Club. <laughs> We're a public relations committee. Our goal is to maintain a firm grip on the public and all their relations. Well, how do you do that? Well, we plant something in the paper. Of course, first we plant someone. <laughs> also, we do advertising. We have some dandy slogans. Yeah. See your Undertaker twice a year. Or, we give you a treatment, not a treat. But my favorite slogan is the one that says, According to a recent impartial survey, more doctors use undertakers than any other profession. Well, the way I feel now, I think I could use an undertaker. Let me be the judge of that. What's wrong, right? Well, just read this letter some guy sent to me. Well, let me see. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Man alive, if you'll excuse the expression. <laughs> who is the cad who wrote this daring and dastardly missive? I don't know. He just signed it Boopsie. It's driving me nuts. Oh, my. Some bounder once sent my wife love letters like this one. Not only that, but he had a box of candy delivered to her every week. Oh, I soon put a stop to that. How? I confronted him and I said, see here, you beast. Better stop this, or the next box that's delivered to my place, you'll be in it. But how did you find out who the guy was? Oh, I had the letter, uh, the handwriting in his letter, analyzed by an expert. Uh -huh. This gave me a clue to his character, and after that it was merely a matter of elimination. A handwriting expert? Hey, maybe I ought to do the same thing with this letter. Uh, do you know a good handwriting expert? Professor Marzoni, the best. I'm going by his place. I'll drop you there. Oh, thank you, Digger. Don't mention it. Always glad to drop a friend. <laughs> well, come along. We'd better be shoveling off. Oh, did he, Babs? Where to, dear? I don't know. But he said don't expect him back for supper. What's he peeved about, anyway? Oh, just that silly letter I got the other day. Oh, yes, he was asking me about it. What's it all about, anyway? Oh, it's... It's just a love letter. Signed, Boopsie. Mother! Well, don't get excited. 
Boopsie is your father. What? You mean he wrote it? Yes, 20 years ago when he was courting me. you get it in the mail? Well, you see, my papa was looking through an old trunk of mine the other day, and he found this old letter, put a stamp on it, and mailed it to me. <laughs> Guess he thought I could do with a laugh. <laughs> Why tease poor daddy? Why don't you tell him he wrote it? Well, I, I think I better. It's nice to know he's jealous, only now it's getting beyond the joke. Well, hello. If it isn't Juliet Riley. Heard from your Romeo lately? Riley. About that letter. I ain't interested. Here, Juliet, here's your letter back. Frame it, hanging up on your balcony. Now, Riley, listen. Only don't flatter yourself, because this jerk is writing you letters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, uh, you think he's a jerk? I know he's a jerk. <laughs> it may interest you to know that I had the handwriting in this letter analyzed by an expert, the best. And according to him... This boopsie, your admirer, is a guy who's... Well, wait a minute. I've got it all written down here. Now, Riley, look. Will you listen to me? You'd better, Dad. Now, you listen to me first. According to this expert, your boopsie is stupid, selfish, stingy, insincere, stubborn, sneaky, unreliable, and maybe even a little psychopathic. Ah. <laughs> That's your boopsie. That's the kind of a guy falls for you. Well, you can have him. <laughs> Riley, wouldn't you like to know who Boopsy really is? Oh, well, it's up to you. You can tell me if it'll make you feel any better. <laughs> well, uh, listen, dear, and listen careful. Your Boopsy. Me? Me? Yes, dear. You wrote that letter 20 years ago. Papa found it and mailed it to me. I don't believe it. I never wrote a letter like that. Oh, yes, you did. When you were in love with me. I was never in love with you. I mean... Well, yes, I was, but I never wrote that. And I certainly never called myself an idiotic name like Boopsy. Didn't you? No. Now, think now. Now, think back. Uh, you remember how we'd sit in my parlor? Well, what if we did? That don't prove nothing. And then you'd put the lights out? Well, I don't prove nothing. And then you'd, you'd put your arms around me and ask me for a kiss. Well, I don't prove nothing. And then when I'd say no, remember what you used to say? Yeah, sure, I remember. All I said was... Oh, come on. Let's make whoopsie. Come over here and kiss your... B <laughs> what a revolting development this is. In just a moment, Riley will return. This is the time of year when a fellow loves to smell those frankfurters broiling over an, over an open fire. And with them, what'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon, of course. So tomorrow, be sure to get your refrigerator well stocked with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Buy it in the handy six, the carton with a patented easy-to-carry handle that fits your fingers like a glove. And every can, of course, supplies you with that internationally famous taste of Pabst Blue Ribbon. The finest beer served. Anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> 
heaven's sake, dear, what are you looking so unhappy about? It was your letter, don't you believe it? Yeah, yeah, I know it. That's the trouble. Peg, does this handwriting expert really know his stuff? I don't know. You said he's the best. Yeah, but look what he said about me. Stupid, selfish, stingy, insincere, stubborn, sneaky, unreliable, psychopathic. That's me? Well, they say handwriting never lies. But in this case, I think the expert's all wrong. Oh, gee. Thanks, Dumplin'. Sure. Well, what have I got to worry about? I, I wrote that letter 20 years ago. I, I've changed since then. Where can you find a more reliable guy than me? <laughs> you know the most important question that's being asked all over the United States today, including Brooklyn? Tell me, Professor Riley. What'll you have? That's the question. And you know the answer? Oh, yes, that I do. And it's always the same. That smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavor. Dust and sparkle, million flavor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Finest beer served. Anywhere. Paps Blue Ribbon. Prove it yourself with a three-way expert's test. One, your eyes are pleased with that Blue Ribbon clearness and sparkle. Two, your nose is teased with the aroma of Blue Ribbon hops. Three, your taste agrees. Finest beer, sir. Anywhere. Paps Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker by arrangement with Universal International Pictures, which will soon release Peggy, starring Diana Lynn and Charles Coburn. Tonight's script is by Reuben Ship and Alan Lipscott. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger O'Dell is John Brown, Babs is Louise Erickson, and Junior is Bobby Ellis. Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria, Illinois, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. Jimmy Wallington speaking. Bill Stern's guest is Ben Hogan, next on NBC.